Hare Krishna. So today we'll just have the prayers and we'll read Bhagavatam. So mostly it will go to 8.30, 8.45 and then we'll have Prashad. So that's the program. Om Adhyanat Mirandasya Jnanam Janasalakaya Sakshur Unmilitam Hena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanyam Manobishtam Sapitam Hena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamakyam Dadati Swapakantikam Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabho Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadar Shri Vasati Gauravakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Vancha Kalpataru Bhyasya Krupa Sandhu Bhyayevacha Patita Nambhavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namah Mukam Karoti Vacharam Bhangum Langhaya Degirim Yatrupanamaham Bande Shri Gurum Dhinatarinam Paramananda Madhavam Shri Chaitanya Ishwaram Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaiva Naroptamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Kato Jayam Dheerayet Shinvatam Swakata Krishna Punyasravana Kirtanam Hrudayantastohi Abhadrani Vidhinoti Suhrutsatam Nashtaprayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Sloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki <clears throat> Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto, Canto 6, Chapter number 4. The title of the chapter is Hamsa Guhya, the Hamsa Guhya Prayers, text number 47. Aham Yevasam Yevagre Prasuptam Iva Vishwataha Prasuptam Iva Vishwataha Prasuptam Iva Vishwataha 
children also can remember because these are one one small small sentences the word aham indicates a person as explained in the vedas nityo nityanam chetanas chetananam the lord is the supreme eternal among innumerable eternals and the supreme living being among the innumerable living beings the lord is a person the lord is a person who has impersonal features who has impersonal features as stated in shrimad bhagavatam 1.2.11 vadanti tat tat tavidas tattvam yajnanam advayam brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavan iti sabhyate learned transcendentalist who know the absolute truth call this non dual substance brahman paramatma or bhagavan consideration of the paramatma and impersonal brahman arose after the creation before the creation only the supreme personality of godhead existed as firmly declared in bhagavad gita 18.55 the lord can be understood only by bhakti yoga the lord can be understood only by bhakti yoga the ultimate cause the supreme cause of creation is the supreme personality of godhead who can be understood only by bhakti yoga he cannot be understood by the speculative philosophical research or by meditation since all such processes came into existence after the material creation the impersonal and the localized conception of the supreme lord are more or less materially contaminated the real spiritual process is therefore is bhakti yoga as the lord says bhaktya mam api janati only by devotional service can i be understood before the creation the lord existed as a person as indicated here by the word aham when prajapati daksha saw him as a person who was beautifully dressed and ornamented in actually he actually experienced the meaning of this word aham through devotional service each person is eternal because the lord says that he existed as a person before the creation agre and will also exist after the annihilation the lord is a person eternally shila vishwana chakravarti thakur therefore quotes these verses from shrimad bhagavatam 10.9 13 to 14 na chantar na bahiryasya na purvam na vikecha param purva param bahis chantar jagato va jagatya tammam matavatmajam avyaktam matyalingyam atokshajam gopikolukale dhamna bhavanda prakrutam yata the personality of god had appeared in vrindavan as the son of mother yashoda who bound the lord with rope just as an ordinary mother binds a material child there are actually no divisions of external internal for the form of the supreme personality of godhead such it ananda vigraha but when he appears in his own form the unintelligent think that him an ordinary person avajananti mamuda manushi tanam asruta although he comes in his own body which never changes mudas then intelligent think that the impersonal brahman has assumed a material body to come into the form of a person ordinary living being assume material bodies but the supreme personality of godhead does not 
since the supreme personality of god is a supreme consciousness it is stated here that samgyana matram the original consciousness krishna consciousness was unmanifested before the creation although the consciousness of the supreme personality of god is the origin of everything the lord says in bhagavad gita 2.12 never was there a time when i did not exist nor you nor all these kings nor in the future shall any of us cease to be thus the lord's person is absolute truth in the past present and future in this regard madhvacharya quotes two verses from matsya purana nanavarno harisveko bahu sirsha bujo rupati rupai ashilayetat anyattu sukshma rupam shriyam vina asukta sukta ivacha milikto so bhavat bhari anyantara anyantara darat vishnu shri shishcha lineva katyate i'm not expecting you to remember all this shloka क्रिएशन an unintelligent person thinks that the opponents of the supreme lord is not existence after the annihilation but that is not a fact the opponents of the supreme personality of godhead remains as it is in the spiritual world only in the material world is everything dissolved brahma leena merging into the supreme brahman is not actual leena or annihilation for the subtle form remaining in the brahman effulgence will return to the material world after the material creation and again assume a material form this is described as bhutva bhutva praniyate when the material body is annihilated the spirit soul remains in a subtle form which later assumes another material body this is true for the conditioned souls but the supreme personality of god it remains eternally in his original consciousness and spiritual body So now the question: Did we understand anything? Even one sentence, one word, anything you understood? <coughs> Anyone? Doesn't matter. Just yes. What? Even one sentence is okay. Just there is one line that says, uh, "The the Lord is, is the person, person, impersonal." Yes. Uh, Lord. We worship the personal form, not the impersonal. Yes. Form. Very good. So great understanding. Yeah. Anybody else? Anyone? Doesn't matter. whatever because everybody has uh, the, the capacity you know, like the, the attention capacity sometimes you know, we may remember everything sometimes we may not remember anything that's not a, that's not a problem that, the exercise is not for that exercise is like whether even if you don't remember i'm going to repeat it you know anyway, you have to put up with another party members anyway <laughs> yes once the last me was here and speak of the idea that the impersonalists believe that the form comes into a human body yes Um, yeah, that's what starts me. Yes, that's all. That's good because that's what we are going to discuss actually. Because we have a form, and Lord also has a form. So, what is the difference between Lord's form and my form? So, all these things we are going to discuss. Yes, anything else? Krishna, before the 
Krishna existed. Yes, very important point. Very, very important. This point is very important because Krishna existed even before. Yes, spiritual world. There are two worlds. All we are going to discuss that. There are two worlds, two bodies, two situations. Everything we can discuss. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you. Anything else? Yoga helps to do. Yes, it is many, many, many times it is mentioned. Bhakti yoga is the process. Bhakti yoga is the process to attain the understand the personal feature of the Lord. Yes, very important, very wonderful point. Yes. Uh, so because the God has personal features also, yeah. but we don't have the capability to understand any personal features, so that's why we uh, yes. personal features. Correct. We, we, are, we are good. I think, actually, I think you all should be in class. I should sit here. <laughs> <laughs> I should sit there. Because these are all the points I was thinking, and then you are all mentioning that. Then what is, what is we saying? I don't want to say anything. And that's the trick, actually, because I was thinking, I was running out of points. I thought maybe I'll ask all of you. So you are giving me points. So based on your points, only I am giving my class. No problem. I don't have any that. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. After the creation. Yes. So that means Bhakti is the original. Yes, very good. See this? Very interesting actually. I didn't know, I thought maybe one Prabhu or one Mahadaji will give one answer, but everybody is contributing it. This is wonderful. Yeah. yeah, very nice point, very important point actually, because Bhakti process is eternal. Your speculative process or the meditation process will come later. Bhakti, you can sit anywhere, sir. no problem, you can sit, sit there, here. Yeah. yeah, Bhakti process is eternal process. Bhakti is, Bhagavan is there, automatically Bhakti is there. Bhagavan, Bhakti, Bhakta is also there. So automatically, yeah. anything else? I think you have covered so many points. Any, anything, anything we, any very big I think you have a very big attention span. <laughs> you, are, you are a big memory actually. Big, so many GPs are there, yes. Features, yes. Thank you very much. Thanks for your uh, kindness and remembering that. Because this is like a, these points will keep on lingering in you. Should keep on lingering in our mind because these things are going to come with us. So we just uh, because most of the devotees know, we just repeat some of the basics. We have a we have body. We have this body. The body is made up of what? Earth, water, fire, air, ether. This body is made up of. We have this body. This body is called material body. We all know this body is a material body. We have another body also. Does anyone know? We have another body. Subtle body. Subtle body is also there. We have a subtle body. So what is that subtle body? Subtle body is made up of three things. Manas, buddhi, ahankar. Mind, intelligence and false ego. The mind, intelligence and false ego. We have gross body and we have a subtle body. This is, I am talking about us, sir. I am talking about us. We have a mind, intelligence and false ego, it is a subtle body. And we have a gross body, it is made up of earth, water, fire, air, ether. This is five element. All these are documented in Bhagavad Gita. I am not saying something out of the, <laughs> this thing, right? ether, no. no. This is all there in Bhagavad Gita, in the seventh chapter. Bhumirapo nalovayu kammano buddhirevacha ahankara ittiyame bhinna prakati ashtata. Everything is there. All these defects are there in Bhagavad Gita. Not like a, actually as a matter of fact, we don't quote anything without reference. Like, we should not. If you go to the court, 
I think like that, perhaps it may be like that, maybe it may be, no, we have to have a solid reference, then only we talk, otherwise there is no point in talking about it. So, there says we have two bodies, we have a gross body and we have a subtle body. Okay. And this gross body, can this continue forever? Anyone? What will happen to gross body when the gross body, what, what will happen to the gross body? After yeah, yeah, different different ways. It all the different different elements in this body get merged into the different different elements in the, the universe. Okay. So then what will happen to the subtle body then? Yeah. So the subtle body will go and catch up with another. Normally we have catch up, no? we have to catch up with somebody, catch up with somebody. So same way, this catch up business, no? because whatever activities we perform in this lifetime, it's called karma. Whatever activities we perform in this lifetime, accordingly this subtle body will carry to the next body. So the grass, another grass body will get. Depending on whatever activities you perform, you get a different grass body. The subtle body remains the same. Subtle body remains the same. So this is called death. What death means, the soul leaves this body, we are Atma. The body is there, we are, we are the grass body, subtle body, but in addition to that, we are, the, we are not a body, we are spirit soul, Atma. So the Atma leaves this body, that is called death. At the time of death, what happens? The soul leaves this body and looks for another body. The subtle body carries mind, intelligence and false ego. All the activities, all the impressions, everything you have put in there, everything is there in the subtle body. This subtle body, this is a... So this is called the transmigration of the soul. Transmigration of the soul. People migrate, migration, that's migration. Transmigration of the soul from one body to another body. So when the soul transmigrates from one body to another body, what kind of body you get is depending on whatever activities you have performed in this lifetime, accordingly you get a suitable body. For example, you want to get a car. So you know, whatever your savings are, accordingly you can get a car. Whether you get a thousand dollar car, you get a ten thousand dollar car, you get a hundred thousand dollar car, whatever you get, depending on whatever savings you have, whatever you have accumulated, whatever you have acquired in this lifetime, accordingly you get. Same way, whatever activities we have performed in this lifetime, accordingly we get a suitable body. If I have performed all pious activities in my body, then I can get a suitable body in the next life. Karma. Karma. That's called karma. If I perform all sinful activities only in this lifetime, then accordingly I get some sinful body, some body which is not very suitable, very not very pleasurable. And if I have performed, again having said that, if I have performed all pure devotional activities, bhakti activities only in this lifetime, what will happen? What will happen? Go back to the spiritual world. But see, this material world means there is a cycle of birth and death. Birth and death. Birth and death is death. Punarapi jananam, punarapi maranam, punarapi janani, jatare sayanam. This is this will continue. Again and again, taking birth, again and again, again and again. The cycle continues. 
but a person if he is engaged in devotional service in bhakti activities then what will happen is like he will perform bhakti throughout his lifetime so then he does not have any punya he does not any papa so he does not have to return to this material world then he goes back to the spiritual world spiritual world is the world where there is no more krishna says in bhagavad gita natad bhasayate suryo nasasanko na pavaka yadhyatvana nivartante tadham paramam mama you come back to my spiritual world there is no need of sun no need of moon no need of electricity no need of assignment no need of job don't have to file your tax returns nothing all these problems are one stroke you sort out everything yadhyatvana nivartante tadham paramam mama krishna says you come back to my abode what are you doing i am giving you the key for the vaikuntha you are waiting for the key in the real estate agent for one bedroom apartment yeah? krishna is giving the key for the vaikuntha dam you come back and ex- you live with me happily enjoy life and we are very busy engaging in the getting uh, some temporary situation here this is our problem but again you have to live somewhere i am not saying like leave the house and leave the place and go away or something yeah you have to live somewhere you have to live comfortably eat properly do something so but this is the process the bhakti process is the way how the we have body the material body we have a gross body we have subtle body the atma is just we have to carry the atma back to the spiritual so this is like a background so we just sometimes you know, like if we don't have the background then we keep on talking about something what this fellow is keep on talking 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 you know, like so at least i just want to give a background then now we can only class start you think the class is finished now we start it <laughs> because this is like a background you have to have a background then only will at least make some sense you know, like so now we'll come back to today's class actually. so shila propa says the word aham indicates a person we all we all know that some other propose mentioned aham is a person we are, you are a person i am a person she is a person everybody is a person here nobody is impersonal and prabhu mentioned like if i have to if i have to give something give a garland or something i can just give it to the person if i have to give a garland to the impersonal how can i give a garland can't do anything i can't do any service to the impersonal is very difficult actually so prabhupada says in the purport uh, the word aham indicates a person as explained nityo nityanam chetanas chetanana because we are persons and krishna that krishna is also a person but there is a bit of difference actually the person we are also person he is also person but his personality is satchitananda vigraha sat chit ananda sat means eternal chit means knowledge ananda means bliss sat chit ananda that's why you, you, most of the time you heard this word na like especially nowadays it is in the music cinema drama everywhere this is sat chit ananda sat chit ananda even the bhajans also this sat chit ananda will come if you go to any bhajan also sat chit ananda what is the sat chit ananda sat chit ananda sat means eternal chit means knowledge ananda means bliss so krishna is reservoir of such chit ananda everything to the highest degree we are also we are also little bit a small sample we are also sample of such chit ananda only we are also sample because we are also such chit ananda to some degree but now our situation is we are little bit covered 
covered by the material nature, covered by Maya. So that now, like now, we are thinking like we are this body, we are I am the enjoyer, I am doing this, blah blah blah. So we are doing all these things here. So when this, this is what he is saying. Krishna is Satchitananda Vigraha. He is a Vigraha. He is like a Vigraha means when you say Vigraha, there is a form. Like when you see Krishna here, Sham Sundar form. Krishna is a Sham Sundar. Sham Sundar is like a, it's not like a Sham Sundar is like a just a, uh, some one homogeneous cloud or something. Yeah, Krishna has the feature also. Krishna has the impersonal feature. Krishna has a personal feature also. Krishna is situated as a Paramatma, as a Bhagavad in the heart of all the living entities. Also, that feature is also there. So, Krishna says that. And here, the Lord is a person who has also impersonal features. Lord, you have impersonal feature. Srila Prabhupada gives a big, nice example. Like, we know the businessman, Tata. Tata, Dilla, whoever it is. You know, like. So, they have businessmen. So, the whole the industry, Tata, is all running under his influence. You go to this factory, everything is happening in the Tata's name. But you go into one room, you may not find Tata there. The Tata may be sitting in his executive chamber or whatever, he may be sitting there. But on his order, everything is happening. All these different, different transactions, different, different arrangements, everything is happening. But you can't go, go and find Tata. But it is Tata's energy working through all these things. Same way, Krishna is Supreme Personality of Godhead. And he is there in the spiritual world. Not only spiritual world, he is everywhere. Antantarashtam, Paramanu, Chayantarashtam. Even in the atom also he is there. Krishna is there. Krishna is there here. Everywhere Krishna is there. And Krishna's energy, everything is moving. So you just, on that level, you see only the energy. That level you can see. And you see the other level, so you can see Hare Krishna. Please come and see. Yeah, you see the other, other level and Krishna. Personally also Krishna is present here. Krishna is there personally. Accepting the service. Because, as Prabhu mentioned, it is very difficult, very difficult to meditate on impersonal. We have a body and then very easy to meditate in a bodily feature. In the 12th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, I say, Klesho Adhigatarastesham Avyakta Chakrashetasam Avyaktahi Jatindukkam Dehavadvil Avapyate Because we have Deha. And it is easy to remember, easy to relate something with Deha. It is easy. Correct? We, yesterday we did Abhishek. Abhishek, Parshish, Gornitai. We did all this, Salankara, everything we did. So, because it's a conception, we have a body. But one thing we have to remember, my body and Krishna's body is not one and the same. At the time of death, I have to leave this gross body and then the subtle body goes to the next body. But Krishna's body is completely different. Krishna's body is spiritual body. In the Bhagavad Gita 4th chapter, there was a conversation. There is a conversation between uh, Arjuna and Krishna. It's a very interesting. Yeah. Arjuna, is, uh, Krishna is saying, I have spoken this uh, knowledge to the sun god Vivaswan and I uh, spoke all these things. So Arjuna, uh, Lord, Lord Krishna is speaking. So Arjuna is asking this question. Arjuna said, the sun god Vivaswan is senior by birth to you. How am I to understand that in the beginning you instructed the science to him? So this is like a 
the question is, Lord Krishna spoke. And then Arjuna is asking, you are like we are, we are like the same age group, no? Arjuna and Krishna is the same age group. How do I understand that you spoke this knowledge to Sangha? For example, like this is like if somebody says, no, like uh, somebody comes, okay, I was speaking about uh, this thing to that person, which, who is like uh, maybe millions of years old, that person. How do I understand that? So people may wonder, hey, Arjuna is a devotee who does, he does not have a faith or something? No. He is setting an example and he is showing how to ask questions. He is asking a question. He is saying, how do I understand? He is not saying, Krishna, you are bluffing. You are telling lies or something. No, Krishna. He doesn't say like that. He is asking, there is some problem in my understanding. I am not able to understand. He is not putting the blame on Krishna. Krishna, you are stopping something which is which is beyond this thing. But I am not able to, you, you are, what you are saying is right. He is absolute truth, param satyam. Krishna is Param Satyam. Whatever Krishna says cannot be wrong. You all know the story. When Ashwatthama was going to be killed, at that time, you all know Mahabharata, Ashwatthama is going to be, Ashwatthama cannot be killed like that. And sorry, Dronacharya, sorry, Dronacharya has to be killed. So, at that time, what happened? It was becoming very, very tight. And then Krishna says, okay, this is because sometimes, you know, like that, you have to, a, they are playing a very evil game. So we have to trick them also. Krishna knows all this. So he says, now you have to tell how to kill Dronacharya. Uh, uh, it's not possible. So Dronacharya, then he says, like Dronacharya uh, was very much attached to Aswatthama. When Aswatthama says, Aswatthama dies or something, Dronacharya will become completely dejected and he will go out of the battlefield and then, then we can finish him off or something. So at that time, Krishna's device a plan. We asked Bhima to kill an elephant. That elephant's name is also Aswatthama. So then at that time, so then, then he, he not very Tom, Dick and Harry goes and tells uh, Dronacharya, he's not going to listen. He will know. So he asked Yudhishthira Maharaj, Yudhishthira Maharaj, now you go. Who is Yudhishthira Maharaj? Yudhishthira Maharaj is with Dharma Raj. Only truth will come out of him, nothing else. So he goes and he says, Aswatthama Hataha. Aswatthama Hataha Kunjara. This is like a, this is last thing is Aswatthama Hataha Kunjara. Because when the Kunjara comes, you know, like they put all this tarapapata, everything like that, whole sound, and that Kunjara went out of this thing only. So when Dronacharya heard Aswatthama Hataha, so now you may say, what is life? Whether it's a lie, Swatama Hataha, correct? Swatama Hataha Kunjara. So we have to see, but now why Krishna has to do this way? Because they involve themselves, they killed so many things, they killed Bhimanyu. Uh, see, if you do all the adharmic activity, then don't think that, okay, you will get all the dharma will come to you. If you do something evil, then you have to face the evil also. So again, what I am trying to say is, whatever Krishna says, that is truth only, absolute truth. Krishna cannot say anything which is not true, absolute truth. So this is what uh, the, the point point we were discussing was, na, like uh, how Krishna is like a, is a supreme person. Uh, and Arjuna is asking that question. So Krishna is explaining what, what is a bahunime vetitani janmani tamasarjuna tani ham sarva vetani natto veta parantapa. So he is saying, both you and me have taken many, many births. I remember all of them, but you do not remember. 
बहुदिने व्यतीतानि जन्मानि तवसार्जुन तानि अहम सर्व वेदानि नत्वं वेत परंतु इवन दो यू आर अ चेस्टाइसर ऑफ द एनिमी यू आर अ ग्रेट वॉरियर यू हैव ऑल दिस बिग बिग थिंग्स बट यू डोंट रिमेंबर यू डोंट रिमेंबर बिकॉज़ व्हेन द बॉडी इज अ सोल लीव्स दिस बॉडी गोस टू द नेक्स्ट बॉडी वी डोंट नो व्हाट हैज हैपेंड इन द प्रीवियस बॉडी लीव अलोंग प्रीवियस बॉडी दिस बॉडी ओनली यस्टरडे आई व्हाट आई डिड आई डोंट इवन रिमेंबर I remember yesterday we had prasadam. That is easy to remember. <laughs> we had nice prasadam there. Everything was there. Pakoda, sabji, everything was there. That we can remember. But day before yesterday, what did you do? Remember? Very difficult. Right? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember also. Don't do that only. That is our situation. But Krishna says we have taken many many births. I remember all of them, but you do not remember. How? How Krishna is able to remember everything happened in the previous birth? But we are not able to remember. Because Krishna does not change his body, Krishna's body is spiritual, and that is why called Sachidananda Vigraha in the full. So he does not have to change body like us, and his body is not like our body, which is made up of air, to water, fire, air, ether. Nothing. His Krishna's body, Krishna's soul, Krishna's everything is same only. There is no no difference between Krishna's body external, internal. There is no difference. So that if we understand, then Krishna's body is this eternal, and we also Krishna is also recommending as you also get your eternal body. You also come back to me. Why are you doing with this material body? Going through the birth, death, disease, old age. This cycle we are going through. Janma, mrityu, jara, vyadi. Janma, mrityu, jara, vyadi. Birth, death, disease, old age. Somebody probably is looking for someone. He said, so, so the, what Krishna is asking? Krishna is actually he is like a pleading. What are you doing here? Come back to me. So this is the whole idea. So Krishna's body, we have understood Krishna's body is spiritual. Our body is of. We also have a spiritual body, but currently the spiritual body is like a. It's in a kind of a covered, covered state. When that is why the process of uncovering is bhakti. The process of uncovering this spiritual body and then establishing the connection with Krishna. That is called bhakti. So bhakti is not something very uh, completely different. We all do bhakti. We all appreciate. Also, see, sometimes when we go, we go and see the mountain, go to Mount Buller, we appreciate. We go some uh, some other uh, natural scenic place, we appreciate. Correct? We all appreciate. Correct? Nobody goes and cursing the Mount Buller. Oh, it's like that, like that. Everybody appreciate that. What do they appreciate? They appreciate nature. So go one level next. Who created this nature? Whose nature is that? It's my not my nature. I didn't create that. This Krishna's nature. Krishna has kindly created everything for our enjoyment. That is why he said, "Nityo nityana, chetanas chetanana." Krishna has created everything for our benefit, so that we can live here comfortably and end of the life we can go back to Krishna. We have come to this material world anyway. Having come here, that is why we have to perfect the life. That is why the process given by the acharyas, given by the Krishna, is somehow or other we engage our activities. Engage our activities in remembering Krishna, doing some seva for Krishna, doing activities which are with the favorable to Krishna consciousness. Then, at the end of the life, we don't have to take birth again into this material world. So that is the the let's say the bhakti process gives that facility. Otherwise, again, you may be a millionaire here in this lifetime. Again, after this death, then you have to take birth again. 
What is the guarantee that again you become a millionaire? There is no guarantee. You may become a millionaire if you have performed all the pious activities. If you are not performed pious activities, again you become another pauper also. You have to start with the scratch one. Just like a beginning, beginning, beginning only you have to start again. So you have to be careful. So Krishna says that and also Prabhupada says in the purport, as firmly declared in Bhagavad Gita 18.55, the Lord can be understood only by Bhakti Yoga. This Bhakti Yoga process is the only process of, because other processes are there. I'm not, we are not here to debate on like a Jnana Yoga. But as Prabhu mentioned, the Bhakti Yoga process is eternally there. And the Jnana and other processes have to come back. Once after the creation only, it comes. Here, you have a question. Is it the only process to go back to God? Yeah, yeah, only process. Because, see, we are not saying that this is the, this is one of the process, but other process also, actually, Srimad Bhagavatam mentioned there are many processes are there, okay? This is many processes are there, depending on different situations. Are. But the prescription for this yuga, because you go to a medical shop, so many medicines are there, I can't tell you, I give one medicine I want to take. Like, does it work like that? You have some, some particular ailment and you have to go to the GP or whatever and then they will give a particular prescription and you will get some particular medicine and you have to take administer that medicine. Same way, yes, there are other processes there, but those processes are not as effective as the bhakti process, like here. Because in the previous process, previous yugas, people are doing meditation, people were doing that process, this process, big, big yagya, big, big bhavan, all these processes were there. Even now it is there, but the process is like now, five minutes you are not able to meditate. How can you sit in the yagya or the fire sacrifice for a couple of uh, months? I assume I ask you to perform Asumaya Yagya, then you will fail there only. If I give a list of items you need for Asumaya Yagya, I give it to you, then you will say, throw it away. No, I don't want to do all of that. How much time it will take, how much money it will cost, and there is no qualified uh, this thing. So, but the benefit of Bhakti Yoga, or especially more importantly, chanting of the names of Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare. This benefit is, equivalent to or even better than all other processes. What you used to get by performing big, big uh, avan, big, big meditation, big, big yaha, koma, everything, all these things can be done just by chanting the Mahamantra. You may wonder, how it is possible? How it is possible? How this can be done so easily? I'll give an example. For example, you go, you all have studied in the university and colleges, everything you have studied. Uh, in the schools also. Sometimes the question paper, the exam, the question paper becomes very difficult. Have you experienced that? I think the elders would have experienced it. Question paper becomes very difficult. Huh? What will happen when the question paper becomes very difficult? What will you do? What the, what the students will do? You don't know all this thing. No, you're not to go to this thing. Okay, what will happen? Anyone? What will the question paper becomes very difficult? What? Throw in the bin. Throw in the bin. Throw in the bin, yeah. Here they can do that, but India things are a little bit different actually. When they go to the university, they will go to the professor, Sir, the question paper is very difficult. We should do something. So the professor, a professor also will think the question paper is very difficult, everybody will fail. Then the government will think what this professor is teaching. The professor is not teaching anything only. That is why we have to do something. Everybody is worried actually. So they say, and the question paper is very tough. What we should do is, the correction should be a little bit lenient. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, this person, yeah, he said, hey, A plus B, yes. Oh, at least he has understood that, uh, some basic principle. Now he is putting a line. Oh, he has understood how to draw a line or something. Oh, that, at least geometry is covered. So line he is able to put. Or he is able to write his name. So that is half of the thing is covered. Like this, grace, 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 grace. No? That fellow slowly will pass up. Kaliuga situation is like that. Kaliuga situation, Manda Sumanda Madayo, We are not disturbed, quarrelsome, always uh, no luck, nothing is there. So, what will happen? Very difficult to make uh, spiritual advancement, very, very difficult to understand God, very difficult to make any tangible advancement. So, that is why Krishna has made the process also a little bit easier. I am not making this. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita that all the sages are saying in the Hale Dosha Nidherajan Astihi Eka Mahan Gunaha Kirtanati Vakrishnasya Mukta Sangha Param The Kali Yuga is a ocean of falls. We all know there are so many problems here, problems there, that problem, this problem, war problem, pandemic problem, so many problems are there, correct? Kali Yuga is not an ordinary thing, so many problems are there. So many problems are there. But only one good quality in Kali Yuga. Even though so many problems are there, the good quality in Kali Yuga is by chanting the holy names of Lord Hari, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Kirtana Deva Krishna Sya, Mukta Sangha Parampraje, by just remembering Krishna, chanting Krishna's holy name, we can get liberated from all these things. Why? Because when the question paper is tough, the, the evaluation becomes a little bit lenient. So the Krishna knows that. Kaliuga citizens are very, very difficult actually. Panda, Sumanda. We have, we have a very, very low memory, low this thing. Phone memory is high, but our memory is low. You have phone 120, but what is your memory? You don't, don't even remember your mobile number only. That also you have to look at the address book only. So this is our problem. So that is why he said God's mercy, grace, the grace mark, the grace mark, the same grace, Krishna's grace is there. That is why he wants to give this process. So Prabhupada says here, Bhakti process at the ultimate cause, the supreme cause of creation is the supreme personality of Godhead who can be understood only by Bhakti Yoga. He cannot be understood by speculative, philosophical research or by meditation since all such processes came into existence after the material creation. So this process is helps. Especially for the Kaliuga, especially the citizens of Kaliuga, that they can also engage in these activities and they can perfect their life. Otherwise, it's very difficult. Asking you to, well, there was one Rishi, Valmiki, he meditated 60,000 years. First of all, we won't live that much. 60 years only, big circus only. 60 years you live, that is considered like a big circus. But 60,000 years, what is possible? Not possible. And then he meditated and finally had Rama Darshan. But not possible for us, actually. So for us, that is why this easy process is recommended. And Prabhupada says, the real spiritual process, therefore, is Bhakti Yoga. As Lord says, Bhaktiyamam Abhijanati. Abhijanati means only by Bhakti can, be, can I be understood. We can understand Krishna only by Bhakti. Not by this, not by that. Because it's like a, it's a complete dependence on the Lord is there. 
Because when you do your other Ashtanga yoga, other meditation, other speculation, all these things, you depend on, not directly depend on the Lord. You have depend on something else. You perform your, that, uh, your breathing or your meditation, this or that. But bhakti process is like a bhakti completely dependent on the mother. Like child. The child is dependent on the mother. The child doesn't care. Like even though so many things happen, the child is say, my mother is protecting That's it. Same way, when the bhakti process is like a, the devotee depends on the Lord. Complete dependence. That is what not needed. That is complete dependence on the Lord. If there is complete dependence on the Lord, then Krishna also says, this fellow doesn't have anything, anywhere else to go, nobody else to protect him, I only have to protect him. But what happened now? Sometimes he also comes to God, you know, like, Krishna, please, I have, this is covered, that is covered, the insurance is there, that is there, that bank balance is there, everything is arranged by, just in case anything fails, Krishna, you also please look after him. But how will, you, how will you feel if somebody comes to you? I've tried all of that, but uh, anyway, just um, just keeping you as a, what is that? Backup, uh, backup. Back you feel very annoyed. No? Okay, you, are, you are just feeling bad. You are not dependent on me. But then say, Krishna, Krishna, I don't care. I don't have anyone. Anath, Anath. I don't have anyone. No, nada. But Krishna, if you just, somebody depends on Krishna only, or then surrenders to him, Mamekam Saranam Raja. Krishna says, na? Krishna doesn't uh, say, sir, okay, let me 5% here, 2% here, 3% here. No, doesn't work. Krishna wants. Mamekam Saranam Raja. Ahamkam Sarva Papayabhyo. Moksha Isyam Masa. If you do that, then I will take you back. Whatever you have done. Krishna can kind of, kind of uh, indemnify you from all these things, whatever things you have done. Because, but not, it's not like just, uh, okay, I have now indemnified everything, again tomorrow I will start again. No, not that type of thing. Because when you surrender to Krishna, that means you completely give up all this materialistic way of life and then follow the, the process given by Acharya Siddha Krishna. So, Prabhupada continues that each person is eternal because the Lord says he existed as a person before the creation and will also exist after the annihilation. The Lord is a person eternal. We are also a person. In ten minutes we are going to have meals. Okay. Please. And we can go and come also if you want. No problem. So, this is like a, um, Krishna is a person. We are also a person. We are also eternal persons only. We are also eternal. The body is not eternal. What we have to do is, yeah, we are also eternal, but the body is not going to be eternal. But Krishna's body, Krishna's soul, everything is same. That is why uh, Arjuna's question where we discussed where uh, Krishna, he can remember everything and we can't remember. Because Krishna does not change his body, we change our bodies. That is why we forget it. Even within the body only we forget. That is another special feature of our Kalinga. Because the same body is not changing. But even within the body, we don't know what happened yesterday or day before yesterday. That also we forget actually. That is a special Leela. And now, the personality of Godhead appeared in Vrindavan as son of Mother Yashoda, who bound the Lord with the rope just as an ordinary mother binds a material child. So this is Krishna. Krishna likes that. Krishna performs. Yeah, everybody is worshipping Krishna, offering flowers. And but Krishna wants somebody, like he said, kind of a... So for Krishna it becomes a little bit monotonous and everybody is worshipping, everybody is offering like that. Krishna sometimes when he wants, somebody can chastise me, somebody can punish me. But who can punish Krishna? Nobody can punish him. Bhagavan, he is Supreme Lord, who can punish him? 
But Krishna selects somebody, okay, the very fortunate, very uh, blessed person. So now you become my mother, you become my father. So that way, you know, like they also come and they perform this wonderful pastimes with Krishna. And they enjoy that, that, that propensity is there. So like a father plays with the child, correct? Mother plays with the child. That propensity is there. So that propensity is there in Krishna also. Everything, see, whatever we have, it is there in Krishna, in the absolute form. In us, it is in a perverted form. Our problem is like okay, here in the material world, it is in a perverted form. But in Krishna, it is everything is in the absolute form. So now, uh, Prabhupada concludes here in this uh, sloka. He appears his own form. And un- unintelligent men think of him an ordinary person. Hmm? This is a problem. When Krishna appears, some people think, no, oh, he is just like an ordinary person. He just, because Mahabharata, the, the whole battlefield of Mahabharata, Krishna was there in the beginning. And then not all of them understood Krishna. Only very few people. Pandavas, Bhishma Dev, Dronacharya, Kunti Dev, Maharani, like some of the people. But others thought, no, Krishna is ordinary, or Kshatriya boy, he's just a warrior, maybe there's some capacity is there. That's it. They understood only like that only. But Krishna appeared like that, but he is not just like a warrior or Kshatriya or something, he is beyond all of that. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Janma karma chame divyam evam yoveti tattvataha tyaktva deham punar janma naidi mahameti sojana. Janma karma chame divyam. Krishna says, Krishna's janma, Krishna's karma of divyam. Divyam, what is divyam? Transcendental. Transcendental means they are not, no material tinge in that. Janma karma chame divyam yogam yoveti tattvataha. Somebody understands that in Tattvata, in truth, Tyakva Deham Punar Janma Naiti Mahameti Sojana. That person, having, if he understood everything in truth, that he does not have to take birth again into this material world. What a guarantee, what a wonderful offering from Krishna. This is what we have to understand. By performing Bhakti Yoga, by performing and uh, doing the Bhakti, Krishna, we can understand Krishna's body is eternal. Actually, our body is also, we have eternal body also. So we are entitled for that also. But by just performing this bhakti and understanding that Krishna's body, uh, janma, Krishna's activity, everything is transcendental, then we also go back to him. So that's why we have to understand this bhakti process is very, very powerful. Even though it may seem like we are just doing some regular activities and bowing down, doing this and policy and uh, taking some charnamrita. These activities may seem like very uh, simple activity. Yeah, activities are simple, but the result is very, very important. You, you have some question, Mataji? Yes. We take over the another cross for people. Sorry? We take over and take to another cross for Yes. Yeah. So yeah. talking about Paramatma. Yeah. Krishna has also come in a different form. Yeah. So that he's not like you know, we take it because of our karma, whereas the other one he it because of our purpose. Yeah. Krishna, that is why Krishna says he is uh, I, sorry, we didn't discuss the sloka. Next to sloka he says, Krishna, why he appears? He says, I am appearing and my sweet will Atma Mayaya. He is appearing as his own. He's we are forced by karma. Krishna is not forced by karma. Krishna appears in this world to perform this Leela. 
Ours is suffering or whatever we are doing. But Krishna is not like a Krishna is a Leela. That's why he says after the sloka, Bahuni me vetitani janmani tavasarjuna kani aham sarva vetani natvam veta parantapa. So that means I have, both you and I have taken many, many births. I do remember everything, you do not remember. The next sloka after that Krishna says, this is what I appear. Hambavami atma mayaya. I appear on my sweet will. Krishna's sweet will. Krishna, nobody can force Krishna. He comes so that he can come and associate with devotee, paritranaya, sadhunam, vinapaya, dushkrutam, dharma samstavanadaya. Like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared yesterday. He appeared for different reasons, external reasons, internal reasons, so many things. But it is not controlled by anything. He is, uh, he is like a sweet will. He is like a sweet will. He comes like a, like a governor. Governor has to come to this uh, uh, one place. So he doesn't need any permission or any queen has to come to a particular. She doesn't need any permission from anyone. Can I come or she can come because same way Krishna, he comes. Even though he is not obligated, but he comes to come give the, the associate to the devotees. So that way, this process, we have to take it very seriously. So starting very easily, simple chanting Hare Krishna, bowing down, taking this Charnamruta and now everybody is waiting, Prasad, already it's 9 o'clock. So Prasad, by doing this, how this movement was formed? What Prabhupada did? Same thing. Started like giving Gulab Jamun, Prasad, Prasad, by taking Krishna Prasad, the purification happens. That is why, that's, that's the process. Other things will come later. Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavad will come later. But anyway, you have come before here. That's good. This is also good only. This is also good. Krishna Prasad only. So this way, slowly and steadily, we are building up our Sukruti. Sukruti is built up. Now, one day, the Sukruti quota will be there. That's it. You, you are ready. No, no, no credit, no debit. No credit, no debit. What will happen? We have to close the account. There is no credit, no debit. Same way, no punya, no papa, all devotional activities only, you go back to the spiritual world. That day will come. Hmm? Don't, don't think that we are talking something imaginary or some uh, uh, fairy tale. No? Like, yes, it will come. You engage your activities in remembering Krishna with the whole Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada gives an example. When you put the iron rod into fire, what will happen? You have to be attentive. What will happen? If you put iron rod into fire, what will happen? Huh? The potency of the fire will come to it, like the... It will no, the iron rod. Simple, yeah. You put iron rod into fire, the fire, the rod will become... Hot. Hot, 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 hot. One time it will become red hot. So at that time you call that iron rod or fire? Or what do you call that? Still iron rod. But it has all the capacity to burn. Because it become a completely red hot fire. Same way... This body may be material. This body is material. No, no doubt. We know that. But if this body is used in the service of the Lord, service of the Lord, 24 by 7, like Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada is about to pass away. That time, completely, the whole body is like a, from bodily point of view, he was, he was very, very, uh, the situation was not good. But he could remember everything is going around by the will of Krishna. That is Krishna consciousness. You at that time, hmm, a little bit of headache only, we just write the message, I am not coming, please somebody, somebody do this, that, that. Some little bit headache, little bit of a toothache, little bit of a thorn has pricked. So immediately you put a message, I can't do that. 
Prabhupada was almost completely very, very, very situation, very bad from material point. But that time also he could remember. Why? Because use, the whole body is used in the service of the Lord. So finally, there is nowhere else to go. Thinking about Krishna, always meditating on Krishna. So where else he will go? But if you remember something else, then you have to go there. It is what Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita. Your thought process has to be fixed. Yam yam vapis Because if you leave the body thinking about me, you will come back to me. So that is why the whole, the, the human life is an opportunity so where we can practice this. The temple is a place where you can come and then meditate. That's fine. Do this all. And go home and continue that also. It's not like a, here only in temple we do at home, do something completely different and dance or something, uh, different things. Same activity will be done there also. So like this, you keep on doing this activity, then end of this life, we go back to Krishna. Stop here. If you have questions or comments, or anything else you want to add, please let me know. Hare Krishna. Okay, let's go. I had this wrong perception earlier before I got all this knowledge that uh, Lord Rama and Lord Krishna are taken, you know, as a ordinary birth and then then because of uh, practice they become Krishna mm. uh, and then finally you know they can work. So similarly like uh, I had this own perception that we can also become uh, like Krishna yes. but then I got to know that we until you know even though we are eternal yes. but still when we go to the Buddha of the Dham, we will still remain separate from Krishna. Krishna yes, the individuality is maintained all the time. Here, conditioned state also, even the liberated state also, the individuality is always maintained So it's not like a, once you become uh, liberated, liberation does not mean that uh, we lose our individuality. The spiritual world also we maintain the same thing. Yes, that is the teaching of Bhagavad Gita. Beginning, from the beginning of Bhagavad Gita is that only. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Grantara Shimad Mahavatam Ki Jai Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai.